Hello, apartment friends. It's me, Leslie Mathis, with the Multifamily Streamline Podcast. I have an amazing interview ready to share with you all, but for a few reasons that will be postponed until next week. During the pivot, I have had on my mind this week a few thoughts I want to share. I'm calling this the Thanksgiving buffet because you're going to get a little of this and a little of that today and a whole lot about what I'm thankful for. Don't believe me? Just check out my Instagram feed. It's about all the things I'm thankful for. Work, family, you name it. Before we get started, let's have a little appetizer. It seems worthy to discuss the pivot real quick. If you are embracing it, I encourage you to do so. It's a big thing in our day-to-day lives. Things don't go as planned and we have two choices. Embrace it, make a new plan known as the pivot, or shut down. If we shut down or lean into all the things that are wrong, we just are going to be spinning our tires and wasting precious time. We deal with people's homes, so things just aren't going to go right. We have to pivot. Pivoting takes practice, but the biggest thing is just getting started. Don't get hung up on all the things that are wrong, but find the things that are right and keep them moving forward. If nothing is right, then start over. My pivot this week was a little one with the podcast. It was real easy when things weren't lining up with editing, having the thankful series rolling on Instagram, it only seemed right to pivot on the podcast. And why not have a little fun and take a moment to be cheesy all at the same time? If we conclude the podcast with being thankful and sharing a little of my why, why not release it on Thursday for Thanksgiving too? It's fine. We all survived. Now for course one, or maybe let's call it soup and salad. Since last week's podcast, this has been really weighing on my heart. If showing up leads to being unapologetically you, That now means we must accept others as themselves too. That means as leaders, we need to encourage this with our teams and also allow them to be themselves. We all obviously have rules to follow, but we must embrace others for who they are. At the end of the day, it's just right, especially if we want to receive this in return. When doing this, leading the team might be a little harder, but we will continue to unpack that in future episodes. Another thing that continues to come up is if we are going to be ourselves unapologetically, we must show up as ourselves at all times. I believe this is now gives us the freedom we were looking for on social and in life in general. Bottom line, take the picture, post the post. It's okay you don't have to be perfect. Stop torturing yourself and adding all the pressure for everyday details to be perfect. I'm listening to Joanna Gaines' book right now, The Stories We Tell, and she talks a lot about this in chapters five or six. Life shouldn't be perfectly curated. And if we are going to show up as ourselves, we can't be scared to show the pictures that truly are us. Stop living a dual life. Be brave to drop off the filter or show the picture that you might not just have the perfect smile in. I encourage you not to miss the opportunity because you are too busy trying to get things perfect. Today, my oldest and I were at the Biltmore hanging out at Antler Village. The cutest kids were playing ball in an open area and my daughter noticed and she said, look, mom, those kids are begging their dad to play with them and he's too busy on his phone. And then 
It got worse. She said, and the mom looks like she's posting on Instagram. You guys, I'm so glad I was not on my phone at that moment. And who knows what was really going on, but that's the perception. I already have real mom guilt over all of this, and the struggle is real. Mostly, it's my email, but who knows, it's probably online shopping too that keeps me glued to my phone. I can only imagine we all are guilty of this, but it's just a huge reminder. Post the picture. Don't worry if the lining is not perfect and then put the phone down. It's going to be okay. If we are going to be true to ourselves, this could be a big game changer. So as promised, a little more of the buffet. Now moving on to the main course. 2022 closeout tips. If you weren't able to take my class last week, I want to at least share a few tidbits. There are important These are important, perhaps even to your checkbook. I mean, like your personal checkbook. So most of us just closed out our November accounting period and literally have three to four weeks to clean up any outstanding AP or missing invoices. So why should we do this? One, it's just the right thing to do. Two, it could impact our 2023 bonus if we don't do it. Three, we owe it to our owners to deliver clean financials. Four, it could also impact them financially. So how do we tackle this? Well, remember, this is the cliff note version. If you would like a recording of the class, email or message me. So how do we get started? One, review any outstanding POs for missing invoices. Two, review your general ledger for accruals and reaccruals that have not been reversed and invoices paid. Three, Work with accounting on pending accruals for payroll and utilities. You guys, this is where we typically have our biggest miss. Please spend some time here with accounting on both payroll and utilities. Four, contact your client or your ownership group to make sure there aren't any outstanding invoices that they might be planning to send your way. They might not realize the AP could close out early in December or we have to get it in before the holidays so we don't want to miss it. It's worth asking the question. And then how do we tackle the vendor side of things? One, I want you to consolidate all communication to the vendor. Once you have reviewed the GL and PO, send one note to the vendor for all outstanding invoices. Two, I want you to pull your vendor report and send communication to all of them. Even if you haven't found a missing invoice in your review, I want you to send them a note saying all outstanding invoices must be sent in by whatever date is appropriate for your closeout. Three, any challenging vendors, I want you to ask them to meet you in person. There is something about a face-to-face conversation looking them in the eyeball and telling them you have to have any outstanding invoices. And then you can't just do this once. Number four, you're going to have to follow up, follow up, and follow up. While I know all of this is a pain, but this is going to serve you well the next several weeks. Don't wait. You have to get started immediately. If there's a year that we need to start off with a clean slate, I promise you it's 2023. You cannot have your 2022 invoices impacting your 2023 financials. And now to close out the podcast, 
Let's do a little about me and we'll call it coffee and dessert. What you might not know about me is Easter is my absolute favorite holiday and then Thanksgiving. For years, I've hated Christmas, not the real meaning of Christmas, but the commercialized meaning. I hate that I'm supposed to buy you a gift because it's Christmas. I actually love gift giving, but this takes the fun out of it for me. And I hate that people celebrate by boasting all the things Santa brought. And I can assure you, there has never been an elf on the shelf in my house. Perhaps my kids are traumatized, but we don't talk about those elves, so perhaps we're good. I'm not sure. And dang, most days, I am barely sliding in sideways, let alone have time to hang Elfie from the chandelier and find little gifts for my kids for the next 25 days. You might not want to let your kids around mine during Christmas season either, because I'm sure their view of Santa and his gift giving is not the best. I am not giving that guy the credit for my gifts. I might actually give my kids. What I do love is Christmas Day and the meal we share together. I love sneaking some of those best little gifts in my kids' stockings too. And oh my, I love Christmas Eve service. It is my absolute favorite. The darker it is outside, the better. And then there's this year where you get Christmas Day for morning service on Sunday. Wow, that is even better. I don't even remember that happening until about six or seven years ago. Not sure if it just wasn't a thing back then or if we just didn't do it. I have no idea, but I won't lie. I feel a little cheated out of such a special moment. But anyways, that's a lot about the wrong holiday. So the big point is I don't care what others do and how they celebrate, but don't judge me either. Live and let live. Celebrate and let celebrate. But when I reflected on the things I loved most about the holidays, and not to be cliche, uh, it really was being together. And for me, there's something about sharing a meal. If you know me, you know I love a nice dinner that's not rushed, that ends with coffee and dessert. Sitting, sharing, discussing all the things that have transpired since the last time we met. To me, it is such a gift. For for me, some of my best memories are doing this very thing for both Easter and Thanksgiving. Since moving to Florida, our last few Thanksgivings have looked a little different and have not been shared with my parents. But to say I'm thankful to share most meals with them each week would be an understatement. As you see, I've really been thinking about all of this a lot over the last week, especially. And I would say all of this does really come full circle. If it wouldn't have been for my own parents instilling hard work in me and that anything is possible if you put your mind to it, I might never have taken the leap of faith to head to Mooresville, North Carolina almost 23 years ago. I would have never found this amazing industry where I spend so many of those sacred meals with people who have become my dearest friends. I love the apartment industry and it has blessed my life in ways that I could never have imagined. I didn't really know what I was doing when I moved to North Carolina all those years ago, but I'm glad somebody else had a plan for me and it is better than I could have ever imagined. Hear this. It has not been perfect, but it has been beautiful. There have been bumps along the way. Times I have really screwed up and times I have been screwed over. 
times I wanted to quit and times my mom told me, put your big girl panties on and convince me not to quit. I can hear her today. Don't let them win. You are better than that. I was so mad and probably saying some really bad words, but I am glad she talked some sense into me. I wanted to start my own company twice before Streamline even came into fruition. The first time my dad told me, go home to North Carolina to your paying job. And the second time, years later, the big hairy guy said, no way. Go find a company that makes you happy, but you can't start your own. The irony of that is years later, he came to me and said, go start your own company. Wait, what? It was all in timing, though. Heck, he even named my company, which makes me love it all the more. For all these highs and lows, I am so thankful. I am thankful that so many of my friends supported me through this journey, and I pray that they will continue to. I am so thankful that these friends are now like my family, and I love them beyond measure. I hope all all of you enjoy your Thanksgiving holiday and that there will be peace and full hearts. Please know from the bottom of my heart, I am so thankful for you and your continued support as we navigate this leasing journey together. I hope you will find the time to acknowledge a few of the things you are thankful for as well. Don't forget the tough times either. So much is learned in those harder times and they truly do make us stronger. Happy Thanksgiving, and I will see you back here next week.